How are you, Rebecca? Welcome. I'm great. How are you, Kara? Good. Tired. <laughs> yeah, you've been on set all weekend. Yeah, been on set all weekend. It was awesome. Set was great. It was just really That's awesome. Did a lot. <laughs> it was a lot of, a lot of work. Yeah. But overall, pretty good. It's nice when you walk away from something like that where you're like, okay, did a lot. Yeah. You know, <laughs> time to sleep. Absolutely. <laughs> but um, exciting, exciting news though. Kara picklocked her film. <laughs> yeah, my thesis. So film. we're putting it, but we're putting it out into the universe that you did that. Yes, I'm picture locked. Um, and I have. And yeah. Yeah. Now I have to just work on the score. Yeah, I've just got to get it to my friend for sound mixing and my yeah. other friend for color. And it's in good hands. It's in better hands than mine. <laughs> Stop. Uh, so, it's, that's exciting. I can't wait for everyone to see this film. It's going to be amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. More news on that, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, who's he? What's it? Rebecca, how are you? How was your weekend? Great. Um, I... My sleep schedule is really messed up, but other than that... And I was texting you, and I couldn't um, believe you were up, and I was like, oh, she got up really early, and then I was like, wait, did she even go to bed? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, short answer, no. Um, yeah, no, it's been very interesting. I've just become a night owl. Um, this week, we're also so excited for our guest on the show, Brianna Blue. She's one of 16 students to receive the gold medal for her portfolio in the Scholastic Arts and Writing Awards, which is freaking amazing. And among that, um, the award had her work, the system, in the Met, in the Metropolitan yeah. Museum of... As in the Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York City. Yeah, like, let <laughs> like, that sink in. That is freaking awesome. As in one of, like, the best museums in the whole world. In the whole world, right. <laughs> that is huge accomplishment so awesome but her work is so much more than just you know this one painting in in the met it, it, she is such a articulate wonderful uh person to talk to and we're excited for you to yeah here for you to learn about her perspective and her process yeah. and it's um i found the whole conversation really inspirational. yeah and very it's really lifted and and yeah. have someone who's a fine artist and not just a filmmaker <laughs> on our show <laughs> i hope we hope you enjoy um our conversation and henceforth stay- <laughs> quickly with haste. with haste we hope you enjoy the conversation and be sure to stick around toward the end to the end of the interview where you can hear her social links because you just have to see some of the work yeah for and and it's, and and we she touches upon where her art is going to be hanging next so yeah you can see it in person so, which is freaking awesome yeah so we hope you enjoy I'm based in Brooklyn, New York, and I mainly create surrealist paintings. And they're so Amazing. cool. So. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely recommend um, either going to your Brianna's Instagram, which is Brianna Blue. It's B Blue Museum. B Blue Museum. Perfect. Thank you. And just looking at the work right there, 
while you can or I'm sure you can also go well this is very exciting we'll get into that but um I guess our first question very basic (laughs) is Mm -hmm. how did you first start getting into making art what was the initial have you always been doing it um I would say like I've always done it um but like I more so started taking it seriously when it came to like applying to high schools so Mm -hmm. like here in New York you have to um like kind of apply to get into your high schools and we have like specialized high schools so the one I ended up going to uh was very like art based um like visual arts dance music stuff like that very nice so like you're talking like seventh eighth grade that you were preparing for that transition yeah like more so eighth grade yeah sure 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 yeah that's insane i can't imagine i taught at a summer camp um in in the city for the age group of like i think our youngest were like two to 14 and all the eighth graders were talking about at the time we're talking about how that transition is really scary or they were going into eighth grade i mean so that was i was just like sitting there i was like oh my god i can't imagine <laughs> right having to yeah. do all that yeah it's kind of intense it's like pre-college applying yeah yeah it's insane i can't i can't imagine (laughs) if i think of myself at 13 and 12 i'm like no no wouldn't have been able to do it (laughs) so i did notice that a lot of your work is oil on canvas which is so impressive and it's so vivid and beautiful and um what i guess my question is how did you first when were you introduced to oil painting or when did you first gravitate towards using that medium? Um, so in my school, we kind of like had like foundation courses and then mm-hmm. it led up to painting. Mm-hmm. And I guess like it was easier to start with oil painting because like we're slow and we're like learning. Um, yeah. <laughs> it takes very long to dry. So that was like the first thing we were introduced to. Um, my painting teacher, Mr. Rosado, he's like, like a master painting painter so mm-hmm. that's what we started off with um and of course we always have like options to explore like other mediums but oil was like our first thing to like learn i think i like how like easily it could be blended uh-huh. um like i don't know i think my style it kind of came like unintentionally uh yeah, just the yeah. way i was able to like blend my colors mm-hmm. um and they're not like what you would see i guess from life yeah, yeah, for sure. It's so beautiful and definitely a lot of blending going on. And I, I'm always, I like looking at like the lines or like the spaces in between the different objects that you've created because it's it's such a beautiful mixture of just how they all blend together. I know you said the word blending a bunch, but it, it really is mm-hmm. that like, that intentionality comes through completely. And this it's just like this world that you've created that is beautiful to look at and, and, and process. Yeah. And you're your textures are so beautiful. I mean, I keep looking. I'm like, <laughs> texture keeps coming to mind. Like, so how do you, I guess we can kind of maybe like move into sort of your, your process a bit. And so how do you start from like concept to, and how do you get to your final product? Yeah. Um. So like, I'm pretty sure most of the paintings you've all seen, it's come from my portfolio. So it's also mm-hmm. like the first like original works that I've created that like have an actual meaning behind it rather than mm-hmm. just like, being a still life. So mm-hmm. um, like around last year, we started like painting uh, concept paintings and what one of the subjects were is like to create something from like social life and issues. Mm-hmm. So I chose domestic issues and like in the term of like creating like that one big painting, the one with the papayas, um, 
it was like a really a process because I started with like research first, which yeah, yeah. I guess like seemed out of like the norm for like painting because I guess you I always assume like you just go into the painting. So it was a lot of research and then um, taking my own reference photos mm -hmm. um, and then just translating that into the, like um, a color um, sketch and then putting it into a sketch itself and just playing around with different elements. So that was really how I got started. And then from there, you just, I just, I guess I found my style as I started to paint. That's, I love, yeah, I yeah. love that. How many, like, sketches and other pieces of work are behind the final product? You know what I mean? Like, how, <laughs> how much, I mean, I'm sure it's hard to put a number down, but if you had to, like, guess. Um, Actually, for the one with the papayas, I would say I had, like, at least five different sketches before okay, I wow. and then yeah. after I would say like once I came to like the third painting and then on I kind of just stopped doing sure stuff. sure <laughs> <laughs> it was, I, like most of my paintings like I had like a time crunch where I had to do it yeah. like within two weeks so I kind of just oh, gosh. stopped doing sketches and just like went straight for it Rebecca it. Knows this we get that yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Rebecca also knows this about me where I for my own work it takes me forever it just I take my <laughs> sweet time so we I, were just I, talking about that no, okay about, yeah. um That's insane. two weeks oh my god I can't oh my goodness yeah I was like how does she have so much on her portfolio and that I makes know. sense now I was like how does she all do this like in, in, in like a year but also, oh, I think what helped gosh. is that, like, I wasn't going to school in person, so I had more mm -hmm. time at home. Yeah. What was, what was, how did that kind of impact your art process when you were, because um, you were going to an arts-based high school, like, what was it like transitioning from working maybe in a classroom or a studio space at school versus into your bedroom? Yeah, um, I don't think the difference was, like, at the moment, it didn't seem as much, but then like this, like in June, yeah. that was the painting. Uh, we all started our first like major painting then, and we didn't get to see it in person until June. So that was like oh. an entire year. Wow. So yeah. Um, yeah, if anything, I realized that like we didn't get to see each other work um, throughout the process as much. So a lot of it became more independent based. And then like, mm -hmm. I feel like as an artist, it's like you start out with um, like yourself and just doing everything on your own and then you try to find your community so then it's like when we did find our community it was like we had to adjust to doing it virtual and it wasn't the same because it was yeah. like more so like I'm not going to stay on zoom and watch you paint so right 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 <laughs> yeah so like process photos throughout the way so it was more independent based but it also gave me time to like reflect on my art on my own yeah mm -hmm. yeah 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 I yeah. really liked what you said about doing research first for, versus when you were maybe younger or doing something a little bit differently and just going straight to the painting what is are you now finding yourself transitioning more into doing like a research component to your sort of like not pre-production because that's not really <laughs> applied to to painting but like your your planning your planning stages mm -hmm. um well since I feel like I'm kind of done with like that chapter of like sure. what my portfolio was about yeah but yeah. um for sure like when I do start something else I think that like having that research at least in the beginning like gave me like a very concrete understanding of what I 
wanted to do at the end. Mm -hmm. So like, although I like somewhat stopped doing the research in the middle of my process, I think like it wouldn't have went as far if I hadn't like started off with it. Yeah. So I definitely would, like continue the research like when I like have something to like yeah. base it around. So as I said, like the first painting with the papayas, it was based on like a social issue. Um, so I chose domestic issues, which is like mm -hmm. more closer to like what like me and my family may have gone through. Mm -hmm. So the papayas, like during my research, I didn't, it was like my first time learning how to make a painting rather than like painting, if that makes yeah. sense. That's, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. so um, the papayas, they represented like a nurturing from a mother type of figure. Yeah. Um, and I also like connected that to the fertility, hence mm -hmm. why I have like papayas surrounding the child um and just like from there i think the papayas were like more of a repetition factor in my painting yeah, yeah. and i started to include that throughout the rest of my research um even if it wasn't like one symbol repeating but it was the meaning that was repeating mm -hmm. yeah the, your self-portrait too has all those gears that are seen again and again i thought those were really beautiful yeah. um and definitely like or the sand dunes and that other photo of, of that was based off the photo of your parents and yeah. yeah that kind of also that you kind of bend time even in the blending <laughs> motif you know it's so cool yeah. it's just I think it's so cool it's amazing and yeah. yeah I love how we can see those themes of femininity and yeah. you mentioned that um, community was really important especially during this time and I also read in your portfolio that you're really inspired by your own the relationships in your life um, so what's it like you know going to an art school and having that support you know with other artists uh, actually I didn't go to my high school for all four years oh. um so since there's like an application process I actually got rejected for the first year so then I applied for this set uh, for my like 10th grade year and mm -hmm. got in um so I do I guess I have like experienced both mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. um in like my ninth grade year I didn't really have that like opportunity to do art it wasn't really like a part of my schedule and then like for the rest of the years it was like all revolved around my schedule and um I guess it was like more so like I had to realize that I had to actually put in the time to do my art and it wasn't mm. just something like I can like quickly do like a math assignment <laughs> like before. yeah or take for granted so, yeah, yeah yeah exactly yeah. so um definitely like it's changed like the way I've done things because like, I feel like it's made me like manage my time better because like you realize like, yeah. I can't just like do things like right before class or just before anything yeah absolutely <laughs> I have a friend that went to SCAD and they just have so much work like their homework just just art heart and I can just hear her at like 4 a.m before the final project is due I'm just like I'm hearing all these yeah 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 yeah, yeah for sure it's the hustle is real <laughs> Definitely. Um, yeah yeah I, I I think it's so amazing that you like know that art is what you want to do and and that's this big part of your life and and mm -hmm. what I guess I'm just curious like what does it mean to you to have these paintings and to be able to express yourself like that what's the for you I mean I don't know if there's like a really an answer <laughs> I don't know if my question makes sense <laughs> I guess to like have my paintings and like know like what path I want to do it's like mm -hmm. become very important um I actually got, just got like most of my portfolio back from this gallery uh, that we all had our senior art show at. Yeah, so like yeah. bringing it home and like my nephews are in most of my paintings. Um, they're very excited. So I guess it's like knowing that like I've made connections throughout my art with other people, um, especially cause like during the process, I was like very like not 
telling my family what everything was about but then obviously we started to learn like what it was about and everything so um I think it like for sure just helped out like I guess me uh share my art more with other people especially to the public it's been different but I also enjoyed it what was that like for the first time having like strangers like Rebecca and I (laughs) coming (laughs) and like asking you what what does your art mean you know or or asking you more deeply about it what's that been like for you I feel like like it's very it's become like it was very different because like an assignment I would just have to write what it's about and it's like okay maybe it's like five minutes before submitting so I just like hurry up and write something (laughs) yeah and then it like started to like when I have to like actually like talk to like uh people and like have my work like published in like whatever I Mm -hmm. had to like sit down and like write notes on my own work and like figure out like what 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 do I want everyone to know and like what do I want to say yeah I feel like I've kind of like mastered it in a way. (laughs) Sure, sure. um, Yeah. Yeah, it's become like, it was an adjustment for sure to like, because like, I feel like my topics were very personal and then I had to start to share it with everyone. Yeah. 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 It's so vulnerable. I mean, I I think you, I think you're very articulate, like reading through your portfolio and, and some other things. It's, you're, and even talking to you right now, it's, you're very clear, you're very concise. It's, yeah. It's awesome. I definitely was not like that. <laughs> yeah, no, not not at no, not at 18. No. Do you- Absolutely not. I was not like that. <laughs> I, was, I still stumble over my words. Yeah, Rebecca and I are just big goofballs out here. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of sharing your work, I kind of have like two questions. Um well, not really a question but just to say to our to our audience that you are one of 16 students to receive the gold medal portfolio award for the scholastic arts and writing awards um congratulations that that's is huge right that's amazing. amazing and um your art is currently it's still it's still hanging right in the met no it was uh a oh. feature but it did okay yeah it, it was what? in the metropolitan museum of art <laughs> in new york city like in new york city. <laughs> that's insane. um that's incredible how did it feel to receive that sort of recognition as a young artist and like were you expecting that at all or was it, like completely like out of the blue um I wasn't really expecting it um like all my art teachers they just really pushed us all to like uh submit our artwork even if we like personally didn't like it mm-hmm. um so I did submit uh this was like my second time submitting and it paid off really well yeah um <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and then I guess like I didn't expect it I had a call before um like results came out about like the national um awards and they told me the news but like I was like oh okay I won something like (laughs) (laughs) super casual yeah Yeah, I didn't like know the extent of like what it was like um even when it came down to like prize money I Mm -hmm. I just didn't know the extent of it so um Mm -hmm. after like friends knew and like more teachers and like family knew like I guess I started to see like um how much of a big deal it was mm-hmm. yeah. yeah sometimes it just like hits you out of the blue like you're just like oh okay I- yeah <laughs> yeah cool <laughs> um yeah it's, it's inc- absolutely incredible it's amazing um but you've also been sharing your work since on your instagram um one of your i think your 
oldest piece of work dates back to 2016. It's so amazing to like scroll through that Instagram and see your growth and how, you know, your shifts in style. So what was it like, like what pushed you to start sharing at, you know, such a young age and, um, you know, what what is your relationship like sharing your art with social media? Mm-hmm. Um, I was really into um, this band called Twenty One Pilots, and they they're like fandom. Yeah, <laughs> love been there, girl, been there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, their fandom like basically like started like they have like this group of artists that post, and um, I basically started out with like fan art, and mm-hmm. then I gravitated more to um, I guess my own personal art. Um, so it's definitely like been a change and, and um, if anything like first it was like um, meeting artists that were like all over the world and then now I have like more of a local group of artists that I know mm-hmm. um, so it's been like really great with connections um, and also just like I guess seeing like how art is like different in each culture having people like in a local area um, it's like more easier in communication just like being able to like bounce ideas off of each other yeah, yeah, um yeah. especially like just like going to galleries together in person and stuff like that and then when it came to like just sharing my work on the internet it felt like more for like validation and I'm very bad at posting my work now <laughs> um but yeah I think those were like the two like main differences mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. what are you talked a little bit about we've talked we've talked upon your community and your local community and the more like internet global community which is so cool i love how you started with like a fan art like making fan art and kind of connecting with people in that way and then gradually you know transitioning to your own work um what are some of your influences today you know who yeah where do you draw inspiration from yeah um i would say like for my portfolio, it was um, Guillermo Lorca. He's a contemporary artist. Um, you can also find him on Instagram. Um, he's like, I, what I really liked about his paintings, it was like very beautiful. But then if you like start to like look in each corner of the painting, it can like sometimes be gruesome and you wouldn't understand, like not understand, you wouldn't see that until like you start to like delve into the painting and interpret that. Um, and then there's like more, I guess, modern artists. Um, there's this artist on TikTok, her name is um, Colette, and she also has just recently graduated from Pratt. Um, just seeing her process and like how she's like um, went through her work and although it's sculpture, which is different from like the medium yeah. I use, um, her work, it was very, it wasn't direct, like it was more personal to her. So I also like, appreciated that because I felt like I connected mm-hmm. to that in my own work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's it like? 18 being so steadfast in your passion for art and you know knowing that you want to do this did you feel like there was pushback or that you had to stick up for yourself and your decision in pursuing this for your future you know going to school is a very serious um move towards that so um I would say like there wasn't like pushback from my family Mm -hmm. that like they've always been very supportive Mm -hmm. but um I guess like compared to like seeing what my friends are doing, like the, my friends that are not artists, like what they're doing and what, what their paths are like. Uh, sometimes there's like been some doubt. Like um, I remember like having a conversation, like meeting my friend's dad for the first time. And like, he was like very proud of talking how she's like gonna become a doctor. And I'm over here, like, I'm gonna go to school and paint. Like, you know, like it was like stuff like that. <laughs> I even like yeah. found myself taking like an AP chemistry class. And now I'm looking back at it. I'm like, 
I had no reason to take that class because I <laughs> wanted to be doctors. I want to be doctors. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I don't want to be. So um, there's been like doubt in that way. But um, I do know that like when it came to like my friends are artists and like seeing what we've accomplished, um, we've kind of like also just went through this thing where it's like, we've accomplished so much now. <laughs> it's kind of like yeah. the future. Um, yeah. But yeah. I think like just having people who are also going through the same thing and have accomplished like just as much as I have it's also just been like I guess that like it's been like very well great for us just to know that we have people to like rely on that also understand what we're going through. Graduating at this time from high school having to go through that whole online rigmarole like insane and yeah just insane that's all I was gonna say it, it, it's unbelievable yeah. and you you're right you have accomplished so much and I'm glad that yeah. you recognize that mm-hmm. and know that and can carry that forward and I mm-hmm. appreciate that you're being so candid about the difficulties but also like the positives that are coming from that and and just molding it in a way shaping it to to make it a positive ultimately yeah do you have any advice for for those who are hesitant to pursue their passion um who may be receiving a lot of pushback or like you know may have a lot of doubt in their life I mean what would you say to those people that came to you I guess I would say like recognize like what you want to like look back on in years from now like do you like for me it's like I've like I've picked art because it like makes me happy and I honestly have like no plan b (laughs) um so I guess like do what makes you happy and like if even if it's like not as rewarding like in a financial way like I'd rather like be happy than like have loads of money or something like that um and I over time you will find your community that like will support you you'll find like your family that is like perfect advice that was really really yeah really really beautifully said um it is important that we all give ourselves the opportunity and the grace to pursue our passion. Um, yeah. What are you most looking forward to? Um, yeah. Cause you're going to university this fall, which is so exciting. Like, what are you, how are you looking forward to that? And, and, and moving forward with your art, what are you most excited for? Um, at, well, although I did get like a full scholarship to Pratt. Yeah. Um, yes. That was my first choice. Uh, only because I've I've done like a youth program there for them, so sure. I'm technically going to be there for like what what add up to like seven years, but like different okay. experiences. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I guess I like also I'm, um, I guess like to also just like like I guess be a tourist in my own city, like because I'll be experiencing it again, but like I'll be around people who haven't like had these experiences, so I'm sure like I'll. Um, I don't know, I'll fall, like, I guess, in love with the city again. Um, But I am, I got really excited to go to Pratt because of, like, their study abroad opportunities. Mm -hmm. So that's, like, one of the things that I'm really excited to do is to travel. Um, And also, I guess, like, travel and, like, talk to other people in different countries. Um, I've actually gotten the opportunity to, like, talk with this gallery in Germany, um, just build connections. Which gallery? Sorry, I'm German, so. <laughs> I forgot the name of the gallery, yeah, but they're sure. in like Frankfurt. That's just so cool. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got Sack Hill and me. That's what the gallery is. Uh, very cool. Well, if you ever have any questions about German, you can send us an email because I'm fluent. So, <laughs> and I lived there for a long time. So, yeah. 
so cool what about like is there a project that you're or like is there anything that recently that you've been thinking about that you're excited to try in art um i guess like for based on my major i picked it because i was really interested in packaging design but also i'm gonna miss like doing more fine art stuff mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. i might change it yeah sure um, of course. and then um well like in the future i really want to like do art therapy maybe so um mm. being able to like maybe experience that and see how that goes i'm excited to just see how that goes. where did you yeah. do you mind if i ask where did you get that uh, idea from where did you first thought think to yourself oh i would like to uh investigate or pursue art therapy that's so cool um i'm not really sure where exactly i got it from like probably like watching some videos on youtube like sure, yeah. the art world i guess like oh also like seeing like how art can like be translated into like i guess art world in like financial ways and stuff uh -huh. um but also i just think that like it's like a good like I don't know it's like rather than talking because like i i guess like for me like doing my art it was like way better than talking about issues so like i guess that was like another reason why i gravitated towards art therapy and like why i may want to mm. do it that's so cool <laughs> yeah what is it what has it been i guess you're kind of in a transition phase right now have you created anything recently that is reflective of that or how's it have you been painting or have you kind of just been taking the time to make this big adjustment going to university um i would say like like after my portfolio finished i started to uh just paint for me so um if, if it wasn't an assignment i painted just for me so um i did like i started a painting uh it was like an honor like my friend's family um her mom recently passed away but oh, she's also been thank you um it's also she's also like been a second mom to me so i've done like uh, completed a painting based on for that and it's going to be in the Barclays it's, oh, um, wow. um, and then I also just started a, a painting for the family itself so I'm working on that and then um, I have like a commission I'm working on but I haven't started I guess anything like just for me yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I don't really know what that will look like now just because like um, I guess like starting with a new theme is like something I would have to think about mm -hmm, yeah there's a big sense that like identity is a big part of your work and even though your portfolio the works in your portfolio were done for your portfolio and for that theme I mean it's still very much self-expression um so but when you're working on works for other people or commissions what's like what's it like balancing you know finding time to do those works and then also finding time to like just self-express yourself through your art and you know do things for yourself i mean have you come across that challenge or i would say like when i'm doing commissions it's like i have to find the fun in it because it's like mm -hmm. not really for me and it's it's just like i guess that's what makes like the passion become like work and that's not mm -hmm. as so fun but um yeah I think I like start to like balance that out by doing like smaller painting so I would like instead of like committing to like a long like oil painting I would do a watercolor painting um and just like I guess like filling up and being better at using my sketchbook um yeah. is how I would like balance that out um yeah but like when it comes to like I guess doing larger projects I haven't really come across that yet what are some of the other mediums that you like to work in um 
So I was able to go back into the school building like a month or so before we graduated. Being able to go back in the school building, um, I was really interested in doing ceramics. That was actually like what I was gonna initially include in my portfolio, like sculpture and ceramics. So mm -hmm. I enjoyed doing that because it's more hands-on and it's a different process than just mm -hmm. like painting. Um, but also like I got the opportunity to do embroidery, which my teacher, um, the one that posted on TikTok taught us. Um, so that's more like time consuming, but I enjoyed like the final outcome. Yeah. Yeah. Embroidery. I, so I loved your jacket. It's yeah. So cool. it's so cool. <laughs> what is it about embroidery that you like? Is, is it that hands-on approach or? Um, I think, yeah, that, and also it's just like. I could also do it anywhere. I'm not really, really confined to like one space. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, for sure, for sure. Embroidery is a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> do you have a favorite stitch? Um, maybe like the French knot. It's <sighs> like, the, yeah. It's, I guess, a bit harder to do, but it's kind of fun. That's the one thing I didn't get to include in like what's on my jacket, but mm -hmm. I enjoyed doing mm -hmm. Like, I remember like learning it. And since we like, we kind of like learned to embroider at home. Yeah. Um, so that was like my first thing. I was like, okay, I'm going to try the hardest one. And that was <laughs> for me. Good. And I really enjoyed doing that one. I love it. Yeah, it's a great approach. So just dive in head first. No fear. Just do it. Very <laughs> admirable. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. Absolutely. Do you think you'd ever do uh, multimedia? Yeah, um, I kind of like started that approach. And mm -hmm. one of my things, it's not posted, but I'll be glad to send it over to you. Um, yeah, I did, I'd love to see um, it a painting is an oil painting all uh self-portraits yeah. of me so there's like three self-portraits and then i included like what's called like gel transfer okay. so it like reflects uh just like a printed image but i somewhat like did like a collage around me of like oh. when i was younger and like with my family and friends so yeah that's so nice what yeah what is how and i don't know if this is like too like Academic, like you know, heady or something of a question, but <laughs> how is self representation through a self portrait different than, say, self representation through one of your other pieces for you and your approach? Um, I feel like when I've done like my self portrait, it's me like being more vulnerable, and then like when it's just like the representation, um, I will like more gra gravitate more towards like um, symbols, so like the symbol of time. Yeah. or uh just like femininity like it's like has a different approach and also since i'm painting myself it's it's like something i would actually have to explain rather than like explain the symbols i would explain like my expressions i feel like um when it's like with symbols like you can kind of like easily just like give an answer and six you can make up an answer if you want it <laughs> right? you know? yeah <laughs> that happens a lot like you can like easily make up an answer but then like I guess like when it's more apparent of like what the viewer is seeing, like there always mm. there's somewhat is only like one answer you can really give. So you can't really really just like just brush it off. So it's like more it would be like more vulnerable just because it's like the expression they're seeing has to like also match up with like the explanation that you're giving. Yeah. And it's you. Like it it's just you. It's nothing else. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you um interested like do other forms of art like influence you in any way like music or film or poetry or literature I mean do you 
do you get your inspiration from any of those mediums or can you see yourself you know maybe collaborating with a musician or a poet or a dancer or something to you know put something together artistically yeah um I recently went to like an art show I would say like maybe in June um I think like poetry is something that may speak to me um yeah poetry or even music but if it's music I wouldn't say like one that has lyrics like maybe like something that's like more instrumental because I really like to listen to that when I'm painting sometimes um especially <laughs> music that I don't know because like if I know the song I'm just gonna like not be yeah. dancing dance party <laughs> um yeah. so stuff like that I say like music is like um very like speaks to me or sometimes even just films itself they mm -hmm. um especially like when the representation is like more diverse mm -hmm. yeah absolutely yeah 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 well rebecca is a beautiful musician <laughs> who composes a ton of like <laughs> scores and stuff Tara is a beautiful filmmaker so. even though it takes me seven years no not that long but still <laughs> um yeah for sure right i love that um I loved reading in your portfolio about how you used your family to, you know, and you kind of touched upon it and, and drawing from like real life inspiration is clearly like um, part of your work, at least from your portfolio. I can't speak to <laughs> what I haven't like really seen, but I'm excited to see more of your stuff. Like it, I guess I was, what's so interesting is that at least in your portfolio and maybe you can speak about the work that may, people might not have seen um if it's carried through you know and thematically or, or, or stylistically i mean um the surrealism element like where did that how did you develop that and where did that was that where were you taking inspiration from to bring that into your style to make that your own style um i would say like when i started to like learn how to make a painting i didn't want to be direct in anything that i said because i feel oh. like it would be more across like um like a poster rather than sure yeah me so um like replacing things with a whole bunch of symbols or like different types of colors that that always spoke to me because uh -huh. um also like i guess like when it comes to like saying like what do you want to do with your paintings or your works after like is um a big part of the process so like if it's I would say like if it's more of a if the painting isn't like I guess as visually appealing it's kind of like I, I guess harder to sell or just like display mm -hmm. in any way. so I guess that was one of like the reasons why I started to like gravitate to surrealism and also mm -hmm. just like I wasn't um I'm really not a big fan of like doing portraits in my yeah. own painting so I guess like making it a bit more fun or like um busy was mm -hmm. something that I was interested in doing I never ever considered doing a more like like true life representation of something in painting as a poster and when you said that I was like whoa <laughs> I had to think about that's such a you're so right yeah and and I like how you say it's more about like what's appealing to you in your own visual sense and 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 bringing that forward I mean that's also a huge part of art is you've got something to say in your own way and bringing that to the table it's awesome yeah yeah yeah. So. and I like how you said you never want to say anything directly mm -hmm. um and it's it's also while you have meaning it's also um I feel like the viewer of your art is really able to like form a personal like interpretation as well within that and um it's incredible that it can do both things like carry the meaning but also just like 
means so much to so many different people in so many different ways. Yeah, it's more like thought, um, ev- like evocative. It's, I guess, ve- it's evocative, incredibly yeah. evocative. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I it's just like it's mind-boggling to me that you just graduated high school. <laughs> like, have you have you ever heard someone interpret your art and you were like, um, no. um not so much. <laughs> that's yeah. not what. <laughs> yeah, um, that's what for sure happened. But sometimes, like people interpret my work and like they find something that like I wouldn't. I guess like that wasn't my intention, but it also makes sense. Mm-hmm. So that's also been like an interesting component. But like I've gotten like. A, a comment that was like really weird and I was just like oh okay and like just laughed it off I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't understand like what that meant but I'm like okay that'll work <laughs> yeah yeah you can always do that I didn't realize I was doing that but good for you for for noticing that <laughs> great <laughs> yeah very very professional like yeah but yeah as a professional mm -hmm, exactly (laughs) yeah um it's funny the the what what is that kind of like though to navigate that when when what is it like for you when you when you've heard a new interpretation does do you does that make you look at your painting in a new way or is it just like oh that person sees it that way but your feelings towards the piece don't change um I feel like I would still explain my paintings all the same way. Sure, sure. Um, so, like, it wouldn't, like, change based off, like, what they say. But um, I think I would, like, more so appreciate what they have to say, especially because if it, like, aligns with the theme of my work. But if it it's kind of, like, off of, like, what I meant to say, then I'm just like, oh, yeah. okay. Kind of, like, slightly kind of diverging from this path. But what is the most in your opinion, the most challenging work that you've worked on, um, either concept-wise or technically, um, and how did you kind of get over that hurdle? Um, so the papaya one, although I worked on it the longest, I would say it wasn't as challenging just because, like, I had the guidance at least before, like, having to finish it all at home. Mm-hmm. But, um, there's this one painting, also not posted. Um, <laughs> <Sorry. but> it, <laughs> um, it's um, it's become like more so about perspective. I always like mm-hmm. wanted to like create a painting like where you see like things around you, but like you can still see like parts of your body in it, if that makes sense. So like mm-hmm. some like maybe like looking down at your feet, but you see like everything else in front of you. So it's like been really hard to like paint like, especially like when you can't really like capture it in a photo to create it. Um, perspective has been like very challenging but also it's like I think that's why you can like play around with like lenses and stuff like that um but it's like more challenging especially like when you have to like take like different mediums to create like the painting itself yeah 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 I loved your painting um through the fisheye lens yes that was really cool and also the um the one in the nursery and I was looking and I'm like oh my gosh there's like these beautiful trees and I'm like wait that tree is literally on a wall yeah and I'm like how, how did she do that that's so cool <laughs> I was like there's it was just crazy to me how do you, do you start with pencil on the canvas or do you just go you know paintbrush paint um first I used to do like charcoal and then I was oh, sure. like uh, spray it with like a fixative so it's like not as smudging when I paint yeah. but now I've switched over to like 
doing like a, an acrylic base and then mm -hmm. I would start to paint with oil mm -hmm. um because like I noticed the difference is like if you shine a light through like one of my like the papaya piece you can see that it's not very thickly layered uh -huh. but with the acrylic base you kind of like get rid of like the white uh canvas itself and okay. then you can thickly layer so mm -hmm. that's like one way that my process has changed and it's also like sped up the process so it kind of worked yeah. out yeah that's so and I never thought of, I mean yeah I never thought of doing that that's so cool <laughs> yeah, yeah, do, you, yeah do you have like a, a favorite tool mm. that like you always use like it's like kind of your right hand man or uh is that not how it works right hand know. woman right hand right person hand, right hand woman <laughs> yeah. cool, but like maybe like when it comes to paint brushes like I have a bunch but I will find myself like using like the smallest brush for the biggest painting and it makes like no sense but <laughs> and, like I don't know it works for me so yeah but yeah. also it like doesn't work especially like if I were to use like a bigger brush then it's like okay I kind of can finish a bit faster but then when I switch to like you starting off with just a small brush it like slows down the process but then I get like caught in all the little details before I need to Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but your work is so detailed so i can't it's so detailed yeah i can't imagine yeah. using a you know even like bigger than a two <laughs> like brush this size might, this like, might yeah. be like a, a really weird question but do you i mean let's just talk about like your papaya piece a little bit like do you have a favorite <laughs> detail in that painting is that a weird question to ask <laughs> no i literally like as i'm painting or like after i like saw most of my paintings i didn't get the time to like soak it in like after it was on it was just like oh it's done okay mm -hmm. now mm -hmm. to one. but i've actually had like a conversation with my friend where i like point out like each detail i like and it's funny because it'll be like the smallest thing out of like yeah. the painting um but for the papaya piece i'm like looking at it right now yeah <laughs> that's awesome i would say say uh there's like little footprints in the piece itself um mm -hmm. the, that's probably my favorite piece because it connects to another painting that i did right after oh, oh. I, lo I love that you have connectivity through your work that's amazing that's awesome I'm look at it right now hold up i'm gonna yeah. find these footprints I'm, I'm, I'm huge on that in my films i have little like just for myself i have little reference which is yeah. so nerdy but to other films that i've made and it's it's i love that i love that kind of like language yeah that's so cool is that something that you, you think you're going to carry through in other works in the future? Like being, um, I would like to, yeah. um, I think like, cause I rather like create something that's like a series rather than just like one, like painting itself. Yeah. Um, yeah. so yeah, to have it like grounded and connect to each other. Like, yeah. Is that because you feel like a series has more, um, like a, a bigger impact or what draws you to a series versus a singular painting? Um, I feel like with a series, like, you don't have to, like, force yourself to put, like, all the details you want in that one painting, yeah. Yeah, um, especially yes. because, like, yeah. with the papaya piece, it was, like, an initial sketches, it was very, like, chaotic, and I was trying to fit in, like, every little thing, and then it was just, like, I was able to, like, take some things out and then, like, translate it into other paintings, so it kind of worked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love, I love being able to, like, see the continuity, and I also love, you know, revisiting ideas and you know approaching the same sort of idea or story but from or a different theme but from a different perspective and i think i think that's really um i think that's really cool and you've touched upon that. that what it's something that i did want to ask was you talked about time and perspective and i feel like those two themes are sort of intrinsically linked together 
Mm-hmm. Um, what I don't know, is there a reason in particular or do you just find yourself gravitating towards trying different perspectives or um, I guess it, it leans itself into your style, but you know, is there anything about specifically time that you're drawn to to express in your art or like these um, not warped, but like different perspectives? Um, I feel like with time, I've become gravitated towards it because, like, within my portfolio, since it was about domestic issues, it's, like, mm. it's not, like, this one, like, event. It's co- happened, like, over, like, time. Mm-hmm. So that, like, was important to add. And then as for perspective, I feel like um, the perspective um, allows, like, feeling. So, like, if the perspective is warped, um, maybe, like, the viewer will feel more drawn in. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, if it's perspective in like the non-technical sense of just like uh, whose eyes you're seeing it through, that's also like become very important. Mm-hmm. I'm amazed that you're so aware of all these elements that play at that play into looking at your own piece of work. That is so like that's a lot to balance. I feel like to like make a piece work. How do you how do you then know if something's done? Like you know done when do you when do you decide that I feel like it's more so like if it's like done it's because of a deadline but if it wasn't if it's not the deadline itself it's like there's nothing else like since I paint when I paint I kind of paint in like sections so I break up my painting so I'm not just like overwhelmed with looking at the whole thing Mm -hmm. but like once they're done like maybe I'll go back and fix something but then like once that's done it's like I don't want to mess up what I have, but also I don't think I, if I fix it, I don't think I'm going to like add anything that would drastically change it. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like that, but um, yeah, I, I have, I feel like I experienced that more so with the papaya piece, the system, um, but it was like, I didn't really know. I was like, I guess I'm done. And then I was like, <laughs> I guess I'm done. And I was like, okay, I don't pick up the paintbrush for the next week. So then I'm done. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. This might be another very silly question, but I didn't realize how big the system the system was the the painting of the papayas for our, for our listeners. Um, I didn't realize how big it was until I saw it like on your Instagram, I think. Um, so yeah, this might sound really silly, but is there a I mean, is there a difference working on smaller canvases versus big canvases? Do you have a, like a preference at all or? I feel like the bigger canvas was like an ego thing. <laughs> um, when we all with doing our thing, like since we had to commute to school, it was like, we'll keep our painting there for the week. But then for the weekend, we may take it home. So it was like, oh, look at me. I'm carrying a big painting like that. Um, but I definitely like, I started to work smaller. Um, I feel like once I started to stay home, it was like, I could not like, well, one, commit as much time to it, but also it's just, like, so much to, like, uh, fit in and also it's just super expensive. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. But I feel like if any of my paintings were as big, I would happy that that one was the biggest one just because when I paint smaller, I I feel like everything gets lost in detail. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, like, harder to, like, fit, especially if I'm, like, doing, like, portraits. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's lost. Um, but I do prefer to paint bigger just I have to build up the stamina to do that again yeah I was gonna ask if it changed anything and um about about the painting and um interesting they say that you feel the detail gets lost um because like that's something like I I never considered do you have a, a favorite piece of art that you've worked on 
Yeah, it's called Back in the Days. Um, it's the one with my parents in it. Um, I would say that one's my favorite. Just I have like this uh, detail in the corner that's my favorite. Mm -hmm. And also just um, the color scheme is like all very similar all throughout the painting. So I really mm -hmm. like that. And like the brush strokes, I really like that. Yeah, it's a beautiful one. Yeah, it's really nice. I have it pulled up too. Yeah. And I love the sand dunes. Yeah. I love I love kind of the echoes of New York in it. It's it's just it's got do you feel like New York has a huge influence on your work? Um I feel like it I haven't really thought of it as that, mm -hmm. but like it's possible just because like um like everything's like so busy. Mm -hmm. Um but also like yeah, I feel like if I like lived like somewhere that's more quieter, like more suburban, it wouldn't have my paintings may have not translated the same. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just been so amazing to to hear your insight and your perspective and hear about your process, about your work. And I'm um, so excited for, for what these next few years bring and, you know, wishing you the best of luck yeah, and continued and success, of course. Keep, yeah. Keep the podcast in perfect in the loop, you know, <laughs> keep us in the yeah, loop. Yeah, because we always we always like once you're on the show, we we are very adamant about sharing our creators work. Yeah. And, and stuff so, that you're doing. So if you have like a gallery yeah. opening, you know, or anything like yeah. that, send us that info. And we're happy to like, I mean, you know, I know people in New York are back on those people and, you know, all over the we know, we know people all over. So we want to plug our artists as much as we can. And yeah build a community yeah one of my paintings the tile dream one will be at the capital in september for a year the capital as in like dc yeah dc oh wow amazing that's incredible so congratulations everyone go check that out yeah like, everyone oh. go <laughs> Rebecca. we'll have to plan a trip to dc yeah, I oh, of course. Rebecca went to school. Went, yeah, I went to school in DC. I'll spread it to all my friends in DC. I'll make them go. <laughs> um, wow, that's incredible! Yeah. Congratulations. Thank well, you. it was such a pleasure to talk to you and to yeah. speak about your work. Um, could you just sign off by saying your name again and where people can find you on social media or if they want to reach out? Hi, I'm Brianna. Um, I'm based in Brooklyn and my art is like on Instagram uh be blue museum perfect and we'll have that all linked below thank you again thank you so 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 much thank you so much and for yeah. taking the time to talk to us thank you thank you for having me. it was so amazing to have Brianna on the show thank you again I enjoyed talking to her so much and I'm, I'm just so excited to see what's next Absolutely. Wishing wishing Brianna the best of luck. And if you're in the D.C. or New York area, be sure to check out her work in person. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it's amazing in person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, wish, I wish I could go um, and see it. But um, yeah, yeah, definitely go check it out. Well, Rebecca and, and I are going to plan a trip now to D.C. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll My to. old stomping grounds. Yeah. yeah. And um, if you can't go in person, definitely go check out her work on Instagram at Be Blue Museum. Mm -hmm. um, she has all of all of most, yeah, the work. You know, most of her works there. Yeah. So it's really um, it's a great account to go go follow. Yeah. Uh, if you are interested in becoming a featured artist on the show, be sure to give us an email at the podcast imperfect at gmail.com or send us a DM at the podcast imperfect on Instagram. And you could follow me 
on Instagram at Rebecca Niska Music. And you can follow me at Quiet Open Space, all one world. World. All <laughs> one world. All one but world. You can also see some of Kara's art. It's yes, awesome. my art is not as. Uh, <laughs> hers is definitely way more in depth. Mine is more of a doodle. I have style. Kara's art hanging oh, out, hanging you. in my room. Thank you, yeah. On yeah. my wall. Well, it's amazing. Well, thanks, Bestie. Well, everyone. Enjoy the last couple days of August at this point. Enjoy your summer. Yeah. Here comes fall. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. (laughs) And then it's Christmas. (laughs) It's Rebecca's favorite time of year. Have a great day. Thank you for tuning in and have a great day.